Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1033, Facing the Uncertainty of Fertility Issues, How to Cope and Find Balance, by Dr. Susan Chanderban of chanpsych.com. Hello, everybody. I am your host and narrator, Greg Audino. And I'm happy to have you here today for our second share from Dr. Susan Chanderban, one of our newest contributors. The work of hers that I'll be featuring today is another piece that speaks to a part of relationships we often try to avoid, that being infertility. Surely infertility is both very painful and not something the majority of us deal with, so it's easy to get swept under the rug. But that doesn't mean it's right. So hopefully this post today is both educational for you and helps us all to better understand and support those who struggle with infertility. Let's get into it now and start optimizing your life. Facing the Uncertainty of Fertility Issues, How to Cope and Find Balance by Dr. Susan Chanderban of chanpsych.com Can you miss somebody before you've had them in your life? When you lose a loved one, it's a tangible event. The people in your life recognize your pain and do their best to offer comfort. You can take solace in their support because, after all, you're grieving. Yet the nature of infertility often leaves no such space for grief. Fertility issues throw a wave of uncertainty into your sense of loss, denial, even desperation. For reasons that will be described next, your situation may not be common knowledge, or those that are aware of your suffering and sadness may feel ill-equipped to offer comfort. Often you feel a sense of sadness or loss about what you can't have, but that can be difficult for those who have not experienced infertility to understand. Loneliness, or worse, a sense of invisibility, can compound the pain of infertility. The things you need most, balance, perspective, allies, may be hard to find. Consider the following. Infertility by the Numbers Often, it can be a valuable source of relief to learn more about a struggle we face. It can help to know, on an objective level, that others are facing the same challenges. As a first step, take into account these infertility statistics. In the U.S., close to 7 million women per year have trouble conceiving, impacting 1 in 8 couples. For 40% of those couples, the male partner is partly or fully the cause. A healthy 30-year-old woman has a natural fertility rate of only 20% per month. The Lonely Uncertainty of Fertility Struggles As we just touched on, infertility is not a common topic of conversation. Women and couples dealing with this issue are juggling financial pressures, the stress of multiple medical procedures, and uncertainty and isolation. You may wonder who would understand and appreciate the feelings of loss you're experiencing. Some of the common emotions connected to infertility include shame. It is not unusual to assign words like failure to yourself during a time like this. Guilt. You may feel you are hurting or depriving your partner or even other family members. And anxiety. What once felt simple and certain now appears to be out of your control. 
Healthy ways to cope. Communicate with your partner. Reduce the chances of resentment, guilt, or blame. Check in regularly with each other about what you are feeling, about where you are in your particular fertility journey. Often, the partner who plans on carrying the child may struggle with feelings of frustration and shame that are difficult for their partner to understand. The other partner in the relationship may feel left out or inadequate to meet their partner's emotional needs. Either way, it's important for you to stay connected with your partner so you can support each other emotionally. Maintain intimacy. Physical intimacy may feel triggering for a while, but that does not mean you cannot maintain a tender and meaningful connection. Use your healthy communication skills to discuss each other's needs. Go slowly and remain as vulnerable and open with each other as possible. Honor your emotions. Many people will not understand. This does not in any way devalue your experience. Try to express, not suppress, your emotions. Identify them, feel them, and process them fully. Mindfulness meditation, individual and couples therapy, as well as a support group may be helpful. Keep a gratitude journal. It really helps to remind yourself that you have so many blessings. Allow yourself to seek out, reflect, and appreciate them. Refusing to focus 24-7 on infertility is not denial. It's a healthy balance. Set aside worry time to honor that part of the equation, but balance it out too with your gratitude journal. If unhelpful, self-critical self-talk has taken hold, use your journal to counter it with self-talk that builds you up and focuses on the good things in your life. Create a support system. Find people to lean on, folks who will listen with compassion whether they can relate directly or not. There is nothing like the company of those who care deeply about you. If you aren't ready to open up with loved ones yet, online groups can provide profound solidarity and understanding until you are comfortable sharing closer to home. Practice self-care. Practicing good self-care will help improve your physical health, but it will also help you cope with the exhausting nature of fertility issues and ensure that infertility doesn't become the focus of your life. Do this in conjunction with your partner if possible. When you check in with yourself, you may realize poor habits are affecting your mind and body. Healthy sleeping, eating, and activity habits are essential. Also, deep breathing and relaxation techniques can pay dividends emotionally. Coping often means finding someone you can confide in. When juggling feelings of loss, guilt, and shame, it makes sense to seek out a compassionate listening ear. Counseling can serve as a safe space to discuss out loud what is only whispered about elsewhere. Getting the validation you need and deserve is a powerful first step on the journey of healing. You just listened to the post titled, Facing the Uncertainty of Fertility Issues, How to Cope and Find Balance, by Dr. Susan Chanderban of ChanPsych.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thanks so much to Dr. Susan for a really important post. 
again, pertaining to a topic that is not discussed as much as it should be within parenting guides. She really offered a well-rounded response. And if there's one thing to bring up and remind you of here at the end, to me it would be the brief reference she made to scheduling time to worry. Perhaps you've heard about this, perhaps you haven't. To some it might sound counterproductive, a lot of people might feel that way. But this is very important work we can do for ourselves and is often prescribed, if you will, in therapy. It doesn't matter if it's worry or anger, rumination, jealousy, or any other unpleasant feeling. It doesn't matter if it's about a specific struggle like infertility or a general struggle you might have with these feelings. Making specific time for them is a healthy means of compartmentalization that can allow you time to process your feelings but also aid you in going about your day, acknowledging these feelings, but being able to redirect them to a later time if you're in the middle of something uh, you need or want to stay focused on, even if it's just the present moment. So again, look, even five or 10 minutes of this can go a really long way, and it's a tool that almost all of us can use in some capacity. So that's going to wrap us up, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today, and do be sure to come on back tomorrow for another parenting post before the weekend, that one being from Dr. John Gottman of the Gottman Institute. I hope to see you there, where your optimal life awaits.